it's a very powerful framework. But the the top of the funnel is essentially where our dreams sit. It's it's uh, it's our long term, you know, ten year target or whatever we want to achieve over the long term. And what we need to do with that dream is we need to filter it down uh, through our three year vision, our one year, you know, plan, our uh, quarterly rocks, our weekly to dos, and our on our daily habits, our daily to dos to uh, to you know get us closer to that goal. So ultimately, what we're doing in that prioritization funnel is we're throwing our three C's dream, our big, uh, big compelling dream, into the top of it, rattling it down so that we know what the very next habits are, the ne- very next uh, to dos that we need to do in order to get us closer to that dream. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flow Over Fear and Three Things. And today, I want to start a two-part series on some of the books that have impacted me. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be something of a book report. And uh, I was never good at giving book reports when I was a kid, and and maybe I'm still not. But what I do want to share here uh, in these next two episodes of this podcast, this week and next week, is I want to I want to share first this week the three books that have impacted me and helped me to help me to create a powerful vision, and then turn that vision into the daily habits. That I practice on a daily basis to help, you know, just propel me forward and, and keep me consistent. Um, and then next week, I want to move into the reflection part, how we reflect on our, 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 uh, our daily habits and, and how we reflect on our achievements that can help us fuel us to future vision and future results. And the reason that this is important is because a lot of times when it comes to our reading, they're, they're, millions of books out there on personal development and and all sorts of stuff that that tell us what we need to do to achieve great things and it can be overwhelming there's a lot i mean there's just a lot of information out there and uh and i find a lot like you know and i was having some conversations earlier this week with some friends of mine about um you know all of the books we're reading and we were a bit frustrated and i i heard a lot of frustration there about uh, you know, the, just the sheer number of books that we're, we're reading or that are being recommended to us or that we have to read because they're telling us things. And a lot of times they're telling us the same things, but in a different way. But we find ourselves just doing a lot of reading and not a lot of acting, right? I mean, you, you, you read a lot of books and it just kind of goes in one ear and the out the other. And, and, we, and, and then it just falls beyond the wayside and it starts to collect dust. And I know that frustrates me because I have so, so many books on my bookshelf that are dog-eared and, and everything. And I think I've learned a lot from them. I think I've, I've, I've integrated some of the, the stuff from them, but it's always hard if we're going one after another. So I, so, you know, one of the habits I've tried to get into is, is trying to implement the right strategies and then sticking to it with consistency. 
that's one of the one of the traps we fall into a lot of times is this trap and and this happens with our dreams a lot of times and we we see infomercials or we see an Instagram post showing us the exact solution we need and we go after it and and uh and we tend to do so impulsively without really putting a lot of critical thought into it into why we're doing it and that's the very nature of that that impulsive desire dream that leads you into the honeymoon phase and the vicious cycle of burnout, right? You follow that impulsive desire. It leads you into this honeymoon phase uh, where you enjoy the journey for a while uh, or you enjoy the book. You get a lot from it. But then all of a sudden, at some point in time, you get either complacent with what you're putting into action or you burn out completely and you give up on it and you go back to the old habits and the book collects dust or your dreams collect dust. And then you repeat the cycle on the very next book or the very next dream that you have. And the, and, and the antidote to that is what I would call a three C's dream, right? And we talked about that in a previous episode. It's a dream that's convicted, courageous, and clear. So if you want to learn more about that, look at that pre, watch that pre, or listen to that previous episode that I did on the three C's dream. And that'll tell you how to build a compelling, courageous, and clear dream, something that will, will, will give you meaning to help you transcend that vicious cycle and get into a virtuous cycle of, of achievement. But there, but within that virtuous cycle of achievement, when you get that convicted, courageous, and clear dream, you look at it and you see that it's still way, way out there. And you're thinking to yourself, from where I'm at right now, I can't just leap and achieve that. If you picture it as this, the top of a staircase, you can't just expect to leap to the top of the staircase and achieve your dream. No, you have to approach it methodically and get to it in a certain way. And that's the importance of building a roadmap. And that's what gets me into today's episode, which is where I want to introduce you to the books that I've used and that really, really continue to help me, that I continue to implement on a, on a daily basis to help me build that roadmap to success to that three C's dream. Um, and, uh, and, and ultimately, they fit really perfectly into this model that I have called the prioritization funnel. Now, the prioritization funnel, and I will do a newsletter on this, and I'll introduce it to you in Loom. So if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, subscribe to my newsletter, and I'll put a video together that shows how this funnel looks. And, uh, and I'll even include uh, the bottom part. It looks like an hour, hourglass. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful framework. But the, the top of the funnel is essentially where our dreams sit. It's, it's, uh, it's our long-term you know, 10-year target or whatever we want to achieve over the long term. And what we need to do with that dream is we need to filter it down uh, through our three-year vision, our one-year you know, plan, our uh, quarterly rocks, our weekly to-dos, and our on our daily habits, our daily to-dos to uh, to you know get us closer to that goal. So ultimately, what we're doing in that prioritization funnel is we're throwing our three C's dream, our big, uh, big compelling dream, into the top of it, rattling it down so that we know what the very next habits are, the net very next uh, to-dos that we need to do in order to get us closer to that dream. And the books that can help us do that, uh, there are a few books that can help us help us do that and, and to create that vision because this is a method that's really important. Um, and, and creating that plan is, is, is critical to achieving it. 
as with it, as with anything, if, if you're going to travel, say across the United States, if you know that you want to go from Los Angeles to Washington, DC, well, great. You know, your destination, you know, your starting point, but do you know how to get there without a map? Um, I mean, maybe you can drive east and just hope that eventually you get there and maybe probably you will. I don't know, but it'll take a lot of effort and, um, and a lot of frustration, a lot of wrong turns. But, uh, but you're going you're gonna to be well better off with a map, with a roadmap of how, how to get there. And so the point is, is that, you know, as you're building this roadmap, that when you take that destination, that Washington, D.C. of whatever it may be, your three C's dream, that you're first starting out and you're looking at like, okay, well, what do I need to achieve in the next three years in order to, to get me closer to where I want to get to? And maybe you can achieve that dream in three years. Who knows? But the point is, is that you take whatever your dream is, whatever that, that thing that seems impossible, and you want to create a vision for your life. And the best book that I found, in my opinion, that has helped do that to clarify it in such a simple way that it lights you up about what your vision is going to be and what you want to get is this book by Cameron Harold called Vivid Vision. And Vivid Vision literally helps you to write out your own, whether it be for your business or your personal life, it helps you to write out your own vision for the next three years and what you want to achieve. So, um, and, and it asks you to like, you know, you know, to, to dream big, to, to really pursue what you, what you want to go after. What does that look like? What does, what does that vision look like? And, and you can see I've dog-eared this quite a bit, um, to show that, you know, you, you want to, um, you want to implement something, you want to create something that is compelling to you. Uh, and for me, what I've done with that, with that vivid vision. So if you read this book, you'll learn, um, you know, what, what you need to have in a vivid vision to make it, to make it clear. But ultimately you want to write that vivid vision. You want to write that vision statement three years out and you want to write it as if you've already achieved it. So if you're, if you want to, um, own your own business, say, um, you know, you, you say in there, I am the owner and operator of XYZ business. And we are, you know, selling, uh, $1 million in revenue each year. And, uh, we have a service model that represents this. You say, I will be, I am contributing 10% of my income every year to XYZ charity. And, and that, and I am donating uh, 15% of my total time to this. You get specific enough so that you make it compelling and you know what success looks like. And, um, and, and as you do that, that vision starts to light you up and you can reference it so that you are, are, uh, creating a meaningful, uh, meaningful target to get to in the next three years. Make sure you're putting the numbers in there. Make sure you're putting the the way you're feeling in there. Make sure you put your health in there. Make sure you put your contribution in there and your relationships, all of those things that that fill you up. Uh, and my my suggestion is is that in in Cameron Harold's suggestion for this vivid vision is that you that you go to a place you know that is undistracted that that is not your home you know but maybe somewhere out in nature or somewhere where you can really, really, you know, write it out and brain dump this whole thing and put it into some coherent fashion. But, uh, but that is the first step you want to take is you want to create that vivid vision. So pick up this book if you don't have it already, if you haven't read it, Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold. It'll help you take that dream that you have and articulate it in such a way that 
you know what it looks like three years from now. You look, you know where you look like three years from now and it excites you. It fills you up and it puts you on that path. And so the next step down the train, the next and, and down that, down that prioritization funnel, uh, from three years, you want to go to one year out and one year out. That is where you're going to put your plan together of what you want to achieve in one year. And here's the important thing to remember is that, uh, uh, you know, one year out, you have, um, you know, mo- most people can, uh, as Bill Gates would say, most people can underestimate what they can achieve in 10 years, right? Which is why your uh, three C's dream needs to be really, really big. And they overestimate what they can achieve in one year. So that vivid vision, right, which is three to five years out is going to be pretty big and, 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 you know, may seem impossible from where you're at now. But that one year uh, plan, the where you're at from the one year needs to look, needs to have the elements of uh, reality in them, like, like you can realistically achieve them. And, and because so, you don't want to put them too pie in the sky that, that, you know, a few months in, you're like, yeah, I got to revisit this and I just don't, don't like it. You want to try to be realistic of where you're going to get to, uh, you know, in, in that year. And that takes a lot of effort. And there's a book that I recommend for this that really, really helps with that. And it, it also helps, um, with the next two as well. So I'm going to just bring it out now. This book is called Traction by Gino Wickman. And Traction is a book that's really, uh, primarily made for, uh, for businesses to help scale businesses up. But I find that a lot of the tools that are in this book help with building the systems in your own life to set goals, to, uh, to set targets, to build scorecards and to really, really hold yourself accountable to, to achieving them. So there's a lot of powerful tools in there. This is one of my favorite books for this. In fact, we're implementing, uh, the EOS system and traction within our own company, Hill Brothers right now to with with great success and it and it brings in a lot of discipline and so I also use it in my own life and the way that I do that is I take that vivid vision that I've created for 3 to 5 years and I break it into what is what do I need to achieve this next year and in traction they call it a vision traction organizer or a VTO which uh which makes sure that you're aligning what those goals are for that year with your core values with you know what you are hoping to achieve, which of course is your longer term vision, and as you set that one year you know what one year goal up, you you ask yourself, all right, well, you know what are the metrics of what I'm going to achieve for a business? It's all right, what does my revenue look like? What does my profitability look like? What um, you know uh, what do my key measurables look like? And and how do I set my scorecard up? And what what does my one year target really look like. And, and there's more to it. In fact, traction, this book even outlines a process for setting those three year, uh, that three year picture as well. Um, but, but bringing the one year into play really helps articulate what that is. And, and traction helps you articulate that one year, uh, with that one year plan. And, uh, in addition to that, as we filter down through the prioritization funnel down from one year to our 90 day rocks, well, rocks is a term that comes straight from traction and it's, it's used to represent like what we should prioritize over the next 90 days. And so this is how we're getting the quarter. Uh, what are the, what are the next, what are the, the key three to seven things that we want to achieve 
in the next 90 days to get us closer to our one-year and five-year uh, targets. And so when we, when we set that up, uh, the reason they're called rocks is because it goes after this experiment that was um, put up that, that says that when you, when you fill a jar with, uh, you have sand, pebbles, and rocks, right? And when you fill that jar with the sand first, you're not going to have room for the pebbles and the rocks. But when you fill, when you put the rocks in first, you find that you can, you know, that the, that when you put the pebbles in and the, and the sand in, that it can find its way in there and you can fit everything into that jar. And the reason that that's important is, it, is because it tells us that what we tend to do in life is we tend to focus first on the sand, the immediate fires, the immediate problems that come up. Um, and that, doesn't leave space for the other things, the rocks that, that the, the things that will really drive us toward our goals. Have you ever found that, that, that you're focused so much on the day to day and the daily fires that you're not make, that you feel like you're not making progress toward your goals? Well, that's the beauty of what quarterly rocks are for is because it gives you those three to five things that will move the needle for you over the next 90 days to get you closer to that one year goal or that, that one year target, uh, one year, uh, uh, that one year goal. And then, and then closer ultimately to your three year and three to five year vivid vision. So setting those rocks is critically important. And Traction talks about that in their book in, in Gino Wickman's book. Um, and then of course it also talks about the next step down in that prioritization funnel, which is the weekly to do's. Uh, and these are really the, the things, if you look at your rock and you create a rock plan, uh, and that kind of sounds like I'm going to go to a rock concert. Like how many rock concerts am I going to go to this year? Rock and roll. It's a rock plan. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, the rock plan is basically how you're, uh, you know, it's, it's like a min mini prioritization funnel because you're going to take that rock. And you're going to create a plan for how you're going to achieve it week over week. Um, what do you have to achieve this week? What to do is what, you know, five to 10, 15 items to do is do you need on your list that will get you closer to that rock or get you closer to your rocks and get you closer to your, your one year and five year plans. Well, that's, that's important because, you know, this is, we're going to be able to narrow it down more to the daily list. And as we get down from the weekly to do from the rocks to the weekly to do's and the dailies, this is where we get into the next phase of behaviors because now we're, we're getting away from the planning and now we're getting into the action phases. And this is important because now it's going to take our discipline to actually continue to do this. So when we look at the dailies and the weeklies, we got to, we have to prepare it. We have to plan it so that we know that we're going to put ourselves in the right mindset to, to have the right habits and routines to, uh, to make, remain consistent with moving forward with these if we truly want to achieve our goals. And that's where my next book comes in that I want to introduce you to, Atomic Habits. Now, Atomic Habits gets us down to the daily on how to imprint certain things as habits in our lives how to create them, how to get away from the nasty habits that we get into, like checking our phone at night or, um, you know, getting distracted or, or focused on the wrong things and get into the right habits. It focuses on the psychology of it. And it gets into a lot of things like, um, like how, how to focus on marginal gains 
And this is, this is a key aspect of it because it gets back to the root of when we look at our vivid vision, we see the top of, of the staircase, that big, hairy, audacious goal, that three C's dream. And we look at it from where we're at and we say it's impossible. But the whole point of Atomic Habits is if we look at the very, very next step, we can just, we can just strive for those marginal gains, those 1% gains that just push us a little bit forward. And 1% every day makes such a dramatic difference that over the course of a year, I mean, if you think about improving 1% per day for a whole year, I mean, I can't do the math on that, but that's at least 365% better, right? So um, maybe more. I know mathematicians are going to drop some bombs in the comments on how I didn't do the calculus right on that, but that's okay. Um, maybe I'll strive to get better at math. Maybe that's my three C's dream. Anyway, uh, but, the, but the whole point is making those marginal gains 1% at a time, say, make the improvement. Atomic Habits kind of teaches those frameworks on how to achieve that. And ultimately, our habits are broken down into, or how we can pursue our habits are broken down into four you know, key elements of questions that we have to ask ourselves, which is, how do you make that, uh, that thing obvious, that daily to-do? So take, take your weekly to-dos and you want to make it easy to achieve it, right? You want to make it obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying, according to James Clear, uh, who wrote Atomic Habits. And, and that way, so, so with that being said, our, our tendency might be to take those 15 or so to-dos that we have for the week and just throw them all in on Monday and say, I'm going after it. I'm a high achiever and I'm going to go after it, right? That's not the point because you're going to burn out if you do that. And you're going to get demoralized when you see that you haven't achieved all those things. And then you're just going to have an endless to-do list because you're not doing the right thing. No, the point is less is more on this front. One to three to-dos for the day and be honest with yourself and do this before the day before that day you have to do it is just plan out your day one to three to do's in order that you want to get done for that day. Make sure that what you need to do is obvious, you know, that, it, that the result is attractive uh, and that it's easy uh, to accomplish. That it's easy ish to accomplish. Right. And that it's satisfying. And ultimately, I mean, some of those things won't be easy. Some of the, some of the activities won't be attractive. That's true but you can make the result attractive if you gamify it. And when you put it in this framework of like a, a prioritization funnel, you could see the progress that you're making. And then that gets into what we will talk about next week, which is the reflection uh, part of it, which is that, that bottom half of this framework where you reflect on what you've achieved on the daily and you find gratitude, you reflect on the things you've achieved on the weekly, and you do, and you do a quarterly assessment, a quarterly review. I like to do a quarterly retreat, and I'll introduce you to that when uh, when we get to it. But uh, um, but we'll get to all that next week and how you can reflect on what you've achieved to drive you to greater success. And this, my friends, is how you get onto a virtuous cycle of achievement. It's also how you avoid overwhelm, um, because you know. A lot of times when we aren't systematized, when we don't have the processes and plans in place and the roadmap to where we want to get to, we either very easily burn out or the uncertainty causes us fear that we're not doing the right things and that we're, we're, we're trapped. But this certainty 
gives you that conviction and it tells you that you're at least making that forward progress. So you get that little bit more of peace of mind and you're able to rise above the fear to achieve a little bit more that day. The goal is not to strive for immense results every day. The way that you make dramatic improvements is one small step beyond your fear at a time. So aim for that and pick up these three books. Again, I'll, I'll shout them out again. It's uh, The Vivid Vision for Your Longer-Term Vision, Traction for Setting Up Your Plan for the Yearly, Quarterly, and Weekly uh, To-Dos, Rocks, and uh, and and uh, Targets, and then Atomic Habits for the Daily uh, you know, for the daily planning. So thanks for joining me today. Next week, we'll get to the reflections part of it. Um, and I hope to see you next time. Thanks again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do. And I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.